The devil is not that what which we don't know, but what makes us not human. Um, so this is something that I was thinking about the other day, and uh, I want to say that for me, um, so I don't know if you ever let, listen to Lex Friedman, Friedman, but his thing is love, you know, and my thing is freedom. And not so much in the American sense, but in just the individual sense. Um, so I don't think that because if anyone were ever to, you know, guess what the devil was, they'd be like, well, he's, a he's, he's a little red, uh, devil with a pointy tail and horns, you know what I mean? Uh, but then you go further and ask what that is and they're like, well, um, He's the tempter, you know, he makes us want to do bad things. And then once we give into those bad things, then we'll see him in hell, you know. And obviously, that is extremely rough. But all in all, that's that's, that's the devil, that's Lucifer, the tempter. Um, but... We, it's not that it's the other side, you know, the grass isn't always greener. Well, the other side is also not, uh, deader, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when, uh, so, uh, I'm sure that 99% of people will admit that America has its flaws and during, you know, when, during war times or even right now. Uh, we're able to point to the other side and say that they're all bad when, in fact, the only thing holding us above everybody else is our moral ground, our high moral ground, which does not mean that we are any better or worse than, you know, China, communist China or Russia. That also does not mean that Ukraine is all good because in fact that is one of the most uh corrupted states in the world ukraine uh but this is not so much my point my point is not pointing towards the other side and saying that that is the devil when Honestly, like if you have ever been to another country, a lot of, you will know that that place is an entire different world. People with totally different uh, lives, totally different opinions, total different way of looking at things, and a, a totally different system. Uh, so that which makes us not human is not the uh, is not like, I don't know, barbarianism, <laughs> but it's, I believe that it's, if, I don't know where your phone is, but I'm going to assume it's in your pocket, uh, 
whenever you look at this, when you ever, ever have a need to look at your phone to entertain yourself by scrolling through Instagram, through Twitter, through whatever, it depends on the reason, but you're not using that as a tool. You're using it as entertainment. You're not using it as a new source. You're not using it as uh, a... Uh, a quick message to somebody who you just met the other day and you need something from them. You're using it to entertain yourself needlessly and to waste your time away. And uh, the way that this makes us non-human is makes us just a product. Now, this may, this example may be way out there. Uh, so what makes us not human? So the Ten Commandments say, because the Ten Commandments are, uh, so the Ten Commandments to me, they, they're very basic, you know, and it lays out very basic rules. And these rules, I mean, believe it or not, are what our society is built upon today. Maybe not the Ten Commandments in particular, but the Bible. This country is based on the Bible. Um, the country in which we came from was based, their their laws and everything was based on the Bible. And not only that, but I think that not, so, like, excluding religion for a second, you know, Christianity, uh, Islam, uh, Judaism, Excluding the names of these, the books, the ancient books in which they held had had archetypal uh, uh, construction. That's the way I'm going to say it. <laughs> but uh, so a few of the Ten Commandments, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal. These are rules in order to keep you human. You know, you shall not murder. I mean, that's whether or not that's human or not, you know, that keeps us within this uh, societal uh, contract. You know what I mean? You shall not murder. This is order. Like once you go from being a Tunga Bunga, you know, uh, out in the in the jungle, you know, fighting on your own. Maybe you have a tribe or something, but you once you join that group, that's a societal contract that you agree to. You know, like in America, we have a societal contract, and you don't necessarily sign anything, but you uh, you you're bound by those rules because you're born in this country. Now, does being in society make you make determine whether or not you're human? No, but. It adheres to the higher um, to the higher standard of uh, man. If us as humans aren't held to a standard, then we are not. We we cease to become. You know, uh, you should not commit adultery. I mean, once you have a partner, I mean, I don't. I think there's only a certain point in which you should commit to monogamy. You know, there's, uh, don't take these things too fucking seriously or you, you know, fall on your face. But, uh, 
I mean, being able, not being tied at all to any partner and not having that kind of, of course, like, it, it should really only occur once marriage. I don't even know. I'm not even going to go into rules of fucking relationships or not. But being being tied down by another human, that is... that. We are no longer fucking left and right, you know, bitches left and right to multiply. We're here in a uh, higher society to not, not, you know, fucking flee, but to uh, build something that is uh, more capable than ourselves. You know, like a human's uh, time frame, like a sense of time is continuous. We have the past, the present, and the future, and we live in all of these simultaneously. I mean, let's say you're growing up, you go to school. This school isn't for now, it's for fucking later. You know what I mean? You go to, you go to middle school, you go to high school, you go to uh, college. Like, this isn't for now. You know what I mean? You, I, you, I'm sure you could use the skills that you learned then now, or then at the time that you're learning it, but this is an accrual of knowledge and an accrual of skills in order to use this later. And you, from the point you are right now, you're building yourself, you're building, an, you're placing another brick on top of the one that you put on, that you put there yesterday, and... So that you can have a house later. You know what I mean? Uh, like you. <laughs> you have to. So. That's, that's kind of what's going on. Like when you start stealing. And you're jeopardizing your humanity. You're jeopardizing what you have built that has more capability than you. You know like we can't fucking fly. We don't have wings. But we invented the airplane. We can't get to one side of the country to the other in about, what, like uh, 30 hours, 40 hours? That's roughly right. I mean, but we built the car, you know? This is, like, we, us as humans, we build on top of the last generation, and we build infrastructures that are greater than ourselves. Whenever we make Income, if you do this correctly, you know what I mean? If you're really going to strictly abide by, you know, the, well, not strictly, but if you're going to abide loosely around, uh, you know, the definition of humanity that I just gave, um, as you're growing up, you're going through school, you're saving money, and you're putting a little bit into investments, whether it's crypto, whether it's stocks, and it doesn't matter if it completely fails or not. Well, it kind of does, but it doesn't matter if it completely fails or not. But guess what? You're planning for this future. And once you have these events, and of course, you're probably going to have some job, um, likely, most likely, hopefully not, but most likely you're going to be, you know, working for somebody else at some point. Um, if you ever lose that job, then what you had accrued beforehand should support you at least for a little while. You know what I mean? Like, like if you want to go on a, if you, let's say, uh, in a year from now, you're like, I want to go to Europe 
I want to go to fucking uh, Austria and, you know, live there for a month. Okay, well, guess what? You're going to have a plan ahead of time. Go to Austria, have the fucking time of your life, come back, and hopefully you still have investments or accrual of wealth that'll support you for, you know, at least another month before you have to get another job or maybe even not you know you can plan more haphazardly like myself i am a fucking i am a leaf in the wind you know what i mean like a sturdy leaf in the wind but motherfucker do i blow son (laughs) that that was i'm not i'm straight anyway uh you know you should not anyway yeah so i feel like i've gotten what i wanted to say out of the way with the ten commandments uh other than actually the first two, I am your Lord, your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. Now, to me, of course, uh, I, I'm young, you know, and my opinions are going to change here. Like, I I say all of this knowing that my opinion may change tomorrow, or I might have a, might have a thought later tonight, and I'm like, fuck. I was recording this, and apparently, I I have no idea what I'm talking about. But the thing is, here, when I, my point of view here is whenever I read a book, I'm not downloading information. I'm inspiring myself. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like whenever I read the, what, 46 Laws of Power, I'm not taking all this to heart. I'm not saying this is the truth, nothing but the truth. I'm saying that I read this, it provokes thought, and then I have, I come out with an original idea, or something that I'm able to interpret it through, you know, like, we aren't meant to take strict data and then apply it to ourselves, we're not a robot, you know, we have to adapt to ourselves, we have to adapt to the environment, we have to adapt our information that we intake, you know, one thing, even if it's a logical one plus one equals two. Well, that may be true to one person, but to the rare person, it may not be true. One plus one may not equal two. You know, abortion may be good. Abortion may be bad. Depends on the person. You know what I mean? We There is more variable to our life than we, than we like to admit. There's more that we don't know then we like to admit a fact may be true just because we have not a another fact was not revealed to us. So things get complicated in that matter. But whenever I say God at the moment, I mean the author. I mean the author of the universe, whether or not that was a big bang, which it fucking wasn't. I refuse to believe that it was a big bang, which me refusing to believe totally goes against my philosophy. But that just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like that just, you know what I mean? Like it seems that you have to come up with something better than big bang. You know what I mean? Like just say you don't know, you know, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll do some more research on this tonight and my mind will change again. But anyway, I'm the Lord, your God. Who brought you out of Egypt and out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. Now, this first commandment, how does this relate to the devil is what 
the the devil is in which, which I don't know, but which makes me less human. I mean, whenever we, so I opened up my last solo uh, podcast with a quote from Neil deGrasse Tyson, which is, um, we may, we're, we're either the first or the last. Uh, so we're either the first iteration of a society that has not figured out how to make a virtual reality a simulation or we're the last one or we're the simulate or the last simulation that has not figured out how to make a simulation of you know uh, a universe or a human race or whatever uh, so I'm gonna quote Neil deGrasse Tyson again uh, um, we're made, us humans are made out of the four main uh, elements. And the funny thing is, I'm not even, I don't even listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson all that much. You know, I just, like, it just seems to pop into my head whenever I'm fucking talking to a mic. But the four things that we're made out of what was it, carbon, oxygen, nitrogen, and. Come on, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. Uh, hydrogen. Yeah. Hi, hi, okay. Yeah. Oxygen, carbon, nitrogen, oxygen. I mean, hydrogen. What? I, anyway, moving on. That's also the four main ingredients in the universe itself, right? So, um, spiritually, you know, because, like. Us as humans are made to share the universe's elements, and our minds are kind of like a microcosm of the universe itself. And so many things can be reflected. Like even if you're just on a super basic level, you look at your eye and you look at like a supernova in you know space. It looks like an eye. You know, uh, if you look at. Uh, like anyway everything seems to reflect everything and this is because the same author wrote it now i don't know if that's god if that's a if that's the universe itself it's a, if it's some conscious higher power some mystical omnipotent being or if it's you know merely the math or the calculus that uh, that happens to rule our uh, existence. So the author doesn't so much uh, it, it, it does not exist within this universe. Because the author wrote it. So, there, of course, there's going to be similarities between creation to creation. And whenever it says, the Ten Commandment says, let me read this again. Um, you shall have no other gods before me. I think that in a lot of uh, Christians and, you know, pastors and whatever refer to this being don't 
idolize like idolizing your television you know what i mean i had to get rid of tv because i was just addicted to it and i see i i agree with that and i also disagree with that like you have no other guys before me i mean it, obviously it refers to other the the gods of other religions but also what else is that um referred to and the devil is which makes us not human and what makes us not human but being dependent on something external from ourselves when you're supposed to be doing something and obviously i'm guilty of this when you're supposed to be doing something and you look at the tv you look at the xbox you look at the mess on the floor or you know your computer or the books and you're like fuck I want to play fucking Halo. You know what I mean? I want to play Nintendo. Uh, I want to watch that next episode of anime that I've been putting off for three, that I haven't been able to watch for three days. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, that's what I think makes us not human. But also, we have to have our vices. You know, like, I have to be able to smoke a cigar at the end of each week, you know? Um, I have to, uh, you know, I got to drink every now and then, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta fuck up my life a little bit, you know, I gotta, every now and then, you know, I, I gotta fucking waste an hour in the bathtub with, or I, I have to spend lots of uh, huge amounts of money on candles, which I don't actually, I actually left this candle like lit like for nearly 24 hours and it's it went down like halfway so i'm pretty good on my candle budget but you know us as human beings we we can't just be robots but also we can't be slaves to this thing in our pockets we can't be slave to technology but also how like uh monks uh spiritual gurus uh i guess for lack of a better term well i guess i would have a lot better term buddhist or monk or whatever they say if they're perfectly all good then they would cease to exist you know that and that's the concept of you know yin and yang uh with uh, without good there's no bad you know there's yin the bad and yang the good and uh, out of chaos comes order and out of order chaos, you know, um, both of these are extremely important. Um, so we need both the good and the bad and the order and the chaos. Um, but anyway, to say that and with the, you know, our uh, uh, um, materialistic makeup, I guess, you know, with the carbon, oxygen, nitrogen, uh, hydrogen, um, I'm not saying that we're the universe. I'm not saying that, um, well, we are just another embodiment. We are just another embodiment of nature. And, uh, but I'm not saying that we're God. And I know that's like kind of a sect that's been going around, you know, a little niche. They're like, each and one of us are God, you know, like, what is God? We're God. And I'm like, no, uh, we are not God. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I am saying rather than what I'm not saying. Um, 
we are we are just a number but also the world revolves around every single one of us like whenever i'm on a plane flying into or out of like la houston uh seoul even like omaha you know uh it's you look down i'm looking at the streets like if it's at night i see you know thousands of cars just yeah, i see the red lights that's the brake lights and the white lights going down the other opposite side of the highway that's the you know the 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 bright lights you know the headlights i mean and i see people walk in once you get closer you it's a surreal experience it's almost existential you know it's like you're you're up suspended in the air looking down on millions of people and you're like and it, it I mean, it gets your brain going if you're really thinking, you know, like, how am I any more special than the next person? The thing is, a mistake that um, I know I make, and I assume that we all make, uh, is that a, a stranger, you'd assume you, I mean, when you think about it, you'd probably agree, but that person that you see walking down the sidewalk that you're looking down at from the airplane that person has a just as complex life as you approximately. And a lot of us neglect to think that. And honestly, sometimes uh, us as people feel hopeless. And how do I know that? Because people express that. And I myself have felt that. I mean, how do you possibly, can you possibly feel special when looking, when, when considering the world at large? The thing is, we are simultaneously a just a number while also being like the embodiment of the totality of nature, you know, uh, I mean, inside of our minds is a universe and looking at the universe as a whole. We, we are so insignificant that we might as well not exist, but at the same time to ourselves and to our neighbors, I mean, we are absolutely everything. You might be now like walking through a mall and you've got you're with your girlfriend or your boyfriend or I mean, to be honest, I assume that most of my audience is going to be male, but you're walking through this mall with your significant other and this other person is like your entire world, you know, you're in love, whatever, and you think you know absolutely everything about them or maybe even like your brother or you're, like your your identical twin, you know, somebody close to you. You're going through here and you look at, you know, some teenager working at a counter or somebody fixing a phone. I'm like, you probably hold no value to them. They're, they're just another person. You know, the waiter is just there to get you your food and to, you know, smile at the customer. It's just another waiter. It's just another dude at the counter. There's just another dude, you know, sitting at that one booth at every mall waiting to fix your phone. I mean, they they hold no value to you, you know, unless you consciously make an effort to do so. Because it's so easy to just skip over them because they're just they're just another number. They're just another person. Uh, everybody walking by you, 
You know, you might look at them and be like, damn, they look funny or they look completely average and your gaze goes right straight over them. Or maybe there's some, you know, hot girl walking, going up the escalator and you're like, damn, you know, like the thing is, she's just another hot girl. The ugly person is just another ugly person. I mean, but the person next to you. Your significant other, your twin, your yeah, brother, your sister, your mom, I mean, they hold value to you. And even though you're close, you, you're you not them, you know? Like, the world revolves around you. You are the only one who is conscious of, what, of, of your own thoughts, of your own intentions. And sometimes you're, you're not, you know? Uh, that, that's one fault of uh, humans. Like a lot of times we think that we understand everything that goes on in our brain. We don't. We are. And people, a lot of people take our ourselves for face value when they don't realize that we ourselves are infinitely complex. And no matter how advanced us humans get, we will likely never understand 100% understand ourselves. There's something that I kind of hold on to. Uh, that if we understand that so we understand the universe of the universe then ourselves and that's kind of just you know uh that's 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 why i have like an interest in physics that's why i have an interest in psychology that's i think that um we can only understand it through ourselves you know i mean we can't look at the universe as an objective objective thing and think that you know we were able to understand this thoroughly just through logic itself. I mean, a big thing that we're missing is that there are different forces at play and we can't understand the universe through just science. You know, there's, there's one, there's more ways to think about things that science just can't explain, you know, or maybe science will explain something that was, that was uh, found out through a different method. You know, um, it's, uh, we, we, um, tend to think that life is not as complicated as it is, but simultaneously it's super simple and pertaining to freedom and being an individual to in modern world, the way to be free, you know, listen, if I lived in a world without money. I had to fucking hunt for my food every day and yada yada. And this was the scale of my world. I would be totally happy. You know, as long as there wasn't anything bigger and better out there that I knew of, I would honestly, I think, be totally happy. And you know what? If somebody dropped me out in the middle of butt fuck nowhere and said that this was my life, I'd, and I had no option, I would be like, Okay, cool. I'm happy. <laughs> I like how it always refers to there's no better option, but I think that's just human nature right there. I mean, if I can scale up to as far as I can, if I can see that if I know where the top of the mountain is, then I'll fucking go there. You know what I mean? But anyway, I, I don't think happiness is money. It's it's the other things in life. Uh, like if I've got if I've got. But and, and in today's world, in the modern world, I mean, I think that you can. There's two scales of which you can determine your freedom. That's the amount of fisc of money of uh, 
whether that's, you know, fiat, crypto, gold, the amount of money that you have determines how much you can do and do the things that are really important in life. The more you can help your loved ones, the more you can, you know, get away, the more you can have a little hideaway out in, you know, the country, the more you can uh, party, have a great time, the not the less that you can work because you you kind of tend to stop having value once you say, okay, I don't have to do anything, you know, but the other, so the first one is money, the amount of money that you have and the money amount of money you have means how much you can scale yourself as an individual and you want to get as big as possible, uh, theoretically. Um, the other determining factor of freedom is debt. Now, uh, that's not just owing somebody money, but it can be. Like, uh, once upon a time, I was behind on debt. and I mean, rent, sorry. And I owed rent. And I was like, well, fuck, I got to come up with this much money. I did because I'm a fucking G, you know, but... That was that was that was a struggle at one point, and that kind of weighed on my mind. I was like, "Fuck, this is heavy." You know what I mean? Like the analogy that debt's heavy, stress is heavy. It's heavy on my shoulders. I had this debt on my back until I paid it off. I couldn't fucking breathe. You know. Um. So not only is it money, but let's say I think that uh, if you're a fucking uh, if you're if you're just a uh, like a like a leech, you know you don't make your own money. You go, hey, I'm a I'm a I'm a stay in your place. I mean, if you're 25 and you live in your parents' basement, I mean, listen, it depends on what you're doing, you know. But if you're 25, you live in your parents' basement, all you do is play video games, and you are like, um doing nothing you know they feed you they uh look after you they pat you on the back you know yada 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 if you're a freeloader and you're constantly on your friends like hey i forgot my wallet and you're like now they're paying shit for you and everything now you're accruing debt now listen a psychopath may be able to like brush that off but i i feel still feel like that and still affects that that still affects them but i wouldn't know i don't think i'm a psychopath but that that in itself is a form of debt. And once you owe people these things, you may not consciously like this may not consciously bother you, but you, but you should but definitely it affects your unconscious. It's back there, you know, like oh, I freeload I freeloaded like fucking five dinners off of my buddy. I uh my i begged for somebody to fill up my gas tank you know and this may benefit you in the short term like yeah like gas tank 60 bucks whatever 80 bucks <laughs> it's getting too expensive out here <laughs> but if it's if it's a lot then but or, hold on so you might be you know 60 80 bucks richer but that only helps you in the short term because i mean the the uh so if you're not able to support your own budget 
if you're not able to uh, take responsibility for your own gas tank, for your own rent, for your own well-being, then in the future, uh, I'm not saying that you'll be tempted to make shortcuts, which you probably will, but you won't have that solid base and you'll de most definitely be missing something than if you were to actually you know, figure out these problems on your own. Cause all this is experience, you know what I mean? Like even socially, I like, I'm like, oh fuck, that was awkward. Okay, I do some fuck shit and I'm like, like, and I'm like, oh my God, that was embarrassing. That was uh, not the right way to go about this situation. And I'm constantly learning. But if, you know, you got your mom talking, to you, talking for you all the time, then you're never gonna learn this, you know, if, uh, I, I guess that's what it is. But also, I think that now money and debt are two um, scale, like two ways to scale freedom. But also, I mean, how much responsibility, non-essential responsibility, you're taking onto yourself? You know, like if uh, one fake, definitely fake, uh, sense of responsibility is to see the next episode of a show that you like or to continue on a quest in some video game that doesn't matter, period. Like that is re that is unnecessary responsibility that you're putting onto yourself, taking up your time, your effort. Well, I mean, yeah, video games take effort, I guess. Um, and frankly, your willpower. I mean, how are you supposed to fit all these things in and still be a productive human being in society, you know? like. You can still rest and get better and improve and learn, you know, like uh, I, I cut off all responsibilities uh, up until the point of which I go to the gym, jujitsu or MMA or whatever. And then I and I come home and I do what I want, but I might be listening to a podcast. I might be listening to Audible an audiobook or uh fucking hell i might read you know <laughs> i'll do another hundred push-ups or you know i like or i cook i love i like cooking you know so there is a improvement i work on the podcast you know but i'm not working i'm doing what i like you know i'm doing something enjoyable now if i were to come back home and start writing or uh, start fucking, um, I don't know, what What do I do? <laughs> I guess that's all I do. Uh, or if I'm like looking around on Facebook Marketplace for something to flip, or uh, I don't know, I'm sending emails. Yeah, emails is a big one. You know, if I'm like, oh, I got to respond, it's nine o'clock at night, and I'm like, I got to respond to some emails. I mean, that's just, I mean, that in itself, that kind of sets you up, even though you're getting ahead on, quote unquote, getting ahead on something, that's putting you behind from yesterday, you know, so, shit, uh, but yeah, un like, your responsibilities, fake responsibilities, like, maybe you don't have to fucking take your neighbor's dog out every day, I, I, that's just random, you know, but 
and I don't know what situation somebody would have to take out their neighbor's dog every day, but like something like that, you know, it's a, it's a responsibility that you don't necessarily, that you don't need and you could fill up with something better. You know, like this, some, like you have to let go, you know, even though somebody needs help, sometimes they just need to, you know, they got to learn how to fly on their own. You know, you can't, you can't be bogged down by responsibilities. You can't be bogged down by stress. Stress is like fake, you know, like, like you cannot like debt is something you got to take care of and debt causes stress, but also everything else you have to take care of, you know? So the less that you have on your shoulders, the better and the more money that you have, the better. I mean, r money may be the root of all evil, like, well, I mean, that's that's a saying. I believe the Bible says that. But I, it can, like, it can. The thing is, um, you know, the bigger bit bigger and the smaller gets smaller. So money amplifies. I mean, there's a Jewish uh, saying that you only know a man when he's drunk or has money or. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Sorry. Okay. You only know a man when he's drunk has money or he's angry like when you're highly emotional your armor seems to come off and you can see inside when uh you're drunk obviously you, uh you're more susceptible to things and your guard comes down uh you you loosen up and when you have money i mean this amplifies you because you're able to do more and you're able to say fuck you to a lot of things um, that's probably not it, but moving on. Uh, so this, this is, from what I understand, you know, the way to freedom. Uh, like when you have infinite money, that means you can do infinite things. And it's, I mean, that's just, to me, it's common sense. And I think that people who are angry at this, I mean, they themselves are not free. They understand, they at some level understand that they're not who they want to be, you know? And I think that's the, that's the, forget money, forget debt. I mean, being who you want to be is the first step, you know? Like if, uh, if you don't want to be a fucking poor garbage truck driver or a fucking broke, uh, receptionist, don't don't be that i guess you know what i mean first start off by changing your habits what are the habits of rich people oh they work up they wake up anywhere between 4 and 6 a.m all right well time to set your fucking alarm um let's see they invest in stocks all right well uh time to switch up your fucking uh, accounting. Oh, they, uh, work out. Oh shit. I should go to the gym. You know, uh, I mean the first step, honestly, and the first step to freedom in my young mind is to gain discipline is to gain control over your own life. Now, listen, if you're in a oppressive environment, the best thing that you can do is change your internal environment. 
I mean, there's outside and then there's inside. Like, if you're going to be a house in the hood, you might as well, you know, make the inside nice. I don't know. Like, and then once you make the inside nice, uh, you hold more value. And then once you hold more value, you may have more ability to move out the hood. That was dumb as fuck, but you got what I'm saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, the thing is, you cannot be controlled by anything other than yourself. If the world revolves around you, then then you make the rules. You be the main character. Like Timon said from Lion King, the world turns your back, their, its back on you, then you turn the back on the world, you know? Um, honestly, like, seriously, uh, if, you, if you're in a bad situation, then you might as well, like, in your head, be like, okay, I am being shaped right now. So I can either lay down and take it like a bitch right in the fucking pussy or i can stand up and fight it or just put your fucking head down just put your head down and move forward fucking nose to the highway and you'll come out the other side great i mean if you take it like a bitch if you fucking lay down your back and spread your legs missionary style i mean you'll never get out of that situation I mean, there'll be a rotation on you. You'll get fucked over and over. But if you stand up, kind of weather the storm, then you'll get through it. I mean, next five years for the rest of your life. You know, I mean, you should expect this. You say, fuck you. I know this is going to hurt, but I'm going to get through it. You know, because at the end of it, you'll have a dope ass story. I mean, I say, I like to say that I, I do shit for uh, one thing and one thing only. What's the story going to be like? Are you going to have some victim story? Like, yeah, uh, uh, hi, my name is Greg. I'm 50 years old and I got fucked in life. You know, I had a bad situation. I just stayed in it and I fucking work, uh, like I, I, my I do nothing. Uh, you know what I mean. I work minimum minimum wage. I work at a gas station, or your 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 bank teller. You know, I'm a bank teller. You know, I fucking do something with your life. You know, like you it's fine. Be work at a gas station. Fucking be a bank teller, but don't. And if you look back and you've let life fuck you, you know, at least, at least make it be a rape, you know, like at least be kicking and screaming while you're taking a dick up the ass, you know, I don't know it. I, f I feel like step one, uh, all the sexual shit aside, step one is discipline. You know, uh, control, like, like make the climate in your internal environment, uh, good for your health. 
and then uh, get a fucking journal. Get get a book that you can like a notebook and write down a thing that the one thing that you want. Decide like how I figure this out is I stood in a driveway with some nunchucks and I spun them for hours and I figured out what are the unarguables what cannot what what are the definite yeses in my life and I came up with I am a fighter and I'm a thinker I was raised as a fighter I know how to fight and I want to fucking kick people's asses but also I can't necessarily function without having ideas without writing things down without uh understanding you know uh those were the two undeniables that I came up with. And then, okay, how do I achieve this? And how do I achieve this? When I, you know, when I'm, uh, fucking minding my own business, when I'm twiddling my thumbs in a waiting room, when I'm working and, you know, my imagination starts going, what goes on in my imagination? And if that badass, if it, and if it's badass, and it's like, you know, like, then I'm gonna work towards that. You know what I mean? If this is what my imagination comes to over and over and over, and it's not negative and it's not depressing, then I'm like, okay, I really want this. And when I look at every, when everything else looks pa- like pales in comparison, that's what I pick. You know, the, what's gonna make the best story? And then you kind of head towards that. Now, our freedoms, I think, are one, like, who gives a fuck what the government's doing? Who gives a fuck, like, what this group of people are doing, what that group of people are doing? Um, what's really going behind down behind the scenes? Worry about that shit once you have your shit figured out. You know, like, like is what fucking Donald Trump is doing and more important than what you're doing? Like, what's more important, that movie or you, you know, like what's more important, procrastinating and playing on your phone or that goal that you want? Like, I'm not saying that I don't procrastinate, but I recognize that there is something that I must do and it, and it has to get done. If it has to get done, just fucking do it. And, um... You know, first, I think it like, like, how do you focus on all this stuff and your brain is about to explode and you've got stress going on and, and, and you don't even think about like, you might think about taking a break from work. You might think about taking a break from, uh, working out. You might think about taking a break from doing something that, you know, you wake up and you don't want to do every day. But you don't think about doing uh, the things that are weighing you down. The stress, the debt, the lack of money. Like, like make money. Pay your debts. Don't get into debt. Um, don't, uh, don't take care of the sources of stress. Locate and find the sources of stress. I mean, too often, uh, 
we don't stop and think. And instead, we take our oars out of the water and then we're just farther down into the hole. Um, so once you do that, you know, take a few months, get yourself together, uh, discipline, you know, do some good habits. If you look at a habit and you're like, that's bad. Can I live without it? Okay. And then, and then you can go make a difference. But so the first thing inhibiting your freedom is yourself. The second thing inhibiting your freedom is something else. And that something else uh, happens to be uh, multiple things. Um, Well, it's really just yourself, honestly. I mean, once you get set free from yourself, once you, you know, the chains come off, then you can do whatever the fuck you want. But um, the other thing that is kind of... uh, worrisome is the government is tech and is um i don't know fucking foreign powers i guess which is also government which is all in government it's all the same uh and also the illuminati or the cabal or deep state or ai ai is an interesting one uh Recently, I've had uh, an interest in AI within like machine learning and deep learning. Uh, I learned a little bit of like Python, very little, um, and started and uh, started getting getting kind of interested in TensorFlow. Uh, coding is going to be something that I learned one day, but uh, not right now. Uh, I already got too much going on. But, uh, or maybe I won't, maybe it was just this fleeting interest, but anyway, two new technologies that I've had an interest in is AI and crypto. Uh, I think both of them have a place in the future. Uh, so going into AI, um, it is an interesting one. Well, of course it is. Yes. Uh, but it AI isn't necessarily deep learning, machine learning, where it, where it, uh, where it learns how to do a task and writes its own code. Uh, it's it's more like it's something that will that other, it's a it's it's a program that would do a task that otherwise a human would do, and uh, so. So yeah, it doesn't have to be smart, but AI kind of scares me with uh, governments because uh, China is much more interested in AI than crypto because um, it's easier to uh, analyze large data sets with that. And in their case, data sets is people and they would be able to have... AI would allow them to exercise a tighter hold onto their citizens. Uh, like, uh, it, and a single AI program can be much more efficient than, you know, 100 people in cubicles. You know what I mean? And that's how 
instead of being able to monitor most of its civilians, it'll be able to monitor all of its civilians uh, using AI. And AI, um, I think the scariest, from what I know, the scariest thing that we interact with every single day is social media. Social media uses AI through us, like supercomputers, to basically keep us onto their platforms. So uh, Instagram, Twitter. I don't know about Twitter because all I see is liberal shit on there. <laughs> like it's all liberal on Twitter. So I don't know if they even have an algorithm. <laughs> but uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, What's another social media platform? Uh, I don't know, Snapchat. These all are constantly, they are monitoring every single thing that you do. And not only are they using that data to make their entire platform better, but to cater you, to you as an individual. So saving all of your, all of your, uh, all of your data and not only your data, but everybody else's data. Uh, these apps know when you're uh, depressed. They know when you're happy. They know when um, they know they know how agreeable you are, how disagreeable you are, uh, how high you are in neuroticism. Uh, they know what your interests are. They know how long you look at shit. They know how much you like this stuff versus that stuff. They know your uh, beliefs, you know, and and uh, and they use, use all this information to pull you further into the app. Uh, well, that wording seems a little crazy. So um, they use this information to keep you onto the app and to generate ad revenue. Uh, so YouTube is an ad machine that now I haven't noticed it, uh, the ads catering to you uh, as much as like Instagram, but uh, YouTube's ads will target you. Will It will find out which ads do better on which videos. It will and it will obviously cater certain videos to you. So you watch more videos and you watch more ads. Now, this is completely free to us. Now, you do have YouTube TV, YouTube Premium. That's just, that's, those are just products. You know, people have, talking to this, some people, they like use that argument and I'm slightly perturbed, you know? Like I'm, I'm just, that that question is to me is is completely missing the point. <laughs> um, but YouTube for us is free, and but the people so the people who pay YouTube are the ad advertisers. Uh, it, so we, we it's basically a human farm, right? Um, YouTube makes money off of us. Now, influencers also make money through YouTube. Uh, that is, honestly, that's awesome. Because, uh, 
I just think it's cool. <laughs> That's it. I just think uh, influencers on YouTube is cool. I, there's never really been a time that so many people could like. It's interesting. Like podcasts, uh, for me, like I know Joe Rogan's podcast. I know Lex Friedman's podcast. I know like uh, comedians like, uh, what is it? Like Tim Dillon, uh, uh, Tom Segura's podcasts. I know Joey Diaz has a podcast. And I also know like Bill Burr. But outside of like celebrities, I don't know many podcasts, but it's amazing that there can be so many that live like earn their entire living off of podcasts. I guess as a lie, I do know some other small, small podcast, smaller podcasts like Philosophize This. Um, what, what was it? Uh, that's why we drink. That's like a obviously the philosophize this podcast is about philo- like it goes through the history of philosophy and then it's like like uh, linearly it goes through like all the way from greece to you know modern day which is actually it, it's pretty awesome uh I, I i i don't listen to the podcast as much now but it, it's a cool podcast and then and that's why we drink. That was like one of my first podcasts I listened to. And it was only because it was like, um, there were murders and like haunted things. Uh, it, I, I liked it, but it's been like years. So that's how much I'm kind of into podcasts. Obviously, you know, the Gabe James thing, uh, it used to be the Gabe James stick, but I think the gay James thing is a little cooler. It goes a little more together, you know. Back to the point. So these social media platforms make like money off of us. And that's the task that they have their supercomputers doing. With sophisticated program and deep learning AI. Just working at our brain just all that pointed us there's a supercomputer pointed straight at us like so I don't know about well I I would believe that most Americans have this problem dopamine is way out of whack like we're constantly stimulating ourselves and we're constantly distracted and we're constantly entertained and our brains just can't handle it we're so distracted that you know we can't be bored boredom is one of those creators of great things you know like back then when they were bored they'd be like well i guess i might as well work well um i'll work on that cool side project i've got well, I guess I'll do my hobby. I guess I'll continue to get good at a hobby that, you know, either keeps me exercised or keeps my keeps me learning or, you know, something of positive outcome. But instead, when you fill your free time and all your in-between time with phones, uh, YouTube, 
social media, like this keeps your brain like desensitized to things and it it drives an addiction back to the sources of entertainment. Like for me, I realized that it didn't matter really where the source would come from. It I would always find, you know, something else. Like the other thing will replace the next like the last the next thing will replace the last thing if i take the last thing away so then you have to just completely desensitize yourself to things and well at least that was my fix um but you basically come relying on these things because these platforms are so addicting like there's no way that like kids are it's okay for kids to become supremely addicted to the social media platform like phones really technology is not good for you know, adolescents to grow up addicted to technology like it's just not there's no there's no way it is uh i've heard a lot of like it destroying uh uh self-image for me, that I, I never really cared, but um, that <sighs> like for me, it doesn't really affect me. But that is that is a big problem. Uh, not only that, but I it being addicted, like not just the thing that you're addicted to, but being addicted to pretty much anything is detrimental. Like just the. I, like, I feel just like I hate being a slave to that's another thing that drives freedom, you know, addiction, like being tied to something like I can't uh, go anywhere without uh, hitting my vape. You know what I mean? Like, like I have like, uh, like keeping like being tied to a vape and not having being able to go to the bathroom and vaping every 15 minutes like being tied to that that's you're basically a slave to that stick you know like when you're broke and you're spending 12 dollars a puff on you know, and and you're just sucking away at it like that even if like you have a schedule for your vaping time for your nicotine to like do less or wane off of it. It's like, Oh, at eight o'clock I get to take a fat rip of my vape. And that's, that's just ridiculous. Honestly, like it. So addiction in any form, I believe is bad unless maybe it, makes your wallet fatter or something, you know, then it's technically a good addiction. Um, yeah. Uh, for me, I feel a lot better when I'm able to not look at my phone when I'm not, when I'm able to just like things, you know, and I fall in and out of like, dude, I, yeah, recently my phone my tech my phone usage went way up because like I dude it was it was like once once I go a few days heavy on the phone it's like 
It's crazy, dude. I just get glued to it. But so this is this is to say that the more addiction you have, the more money they're going to make. Your addiction drives their business, which goes more into the point of it being a farm. But just understand that uh, even so 2020 election, Joe Biden wins. Listen, do Joe Biden as a president and Kamala O'Harris are both like if I and she's vice president, like how to me, I don't know how in the world uh, those two as a pair got elected. I mean, there's no way the country hated Trump that much to that they get elected. Like Joe Biden, the uh, dementia-ridden old man gets elected as president. Like it confuses me so so badly. But I. I don't listen. People have cheated in elections in the past. So just know that it's possible. You know? Like you can't you can't just make up the rules like that that they can't cheat, you know? Don't cheat. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it's happened before. Don't think like it's not possible like they wouldn't do that. Well, they have and they would. So, moving away from the election, because honestly, talking about it kind of makes me uh, uncomfortable. You know, I try, maybe that's not the right, right word, but I try to stay away from that. But I will t- talk about, like, policies, for example. Um, so, let's say somebody wants to ban guns. So... They pay uh, Meta slash Facebook to prioritize more posts that are anti-gun and pro-Second Amendment reform. So I think just doing that. So let's say, let's be honest, a billion dollars is like nothing nowadays. You know, just I if I wanted to, I could make a billion dollars next week. A political party or a corporation wants to push an agenda and change the uh, opinion of part of the public, even just a little bit, like let's say that a political party or a corporation wants to push an agenda, like the gun reform thing, Um, they put a billion dollars to... Uh, promote this agenda and then like 5% of Facebook and Instagram's population becomes anti-gun and pro uh, amendment reform, pro second amendment reform. These are weapons. Like I love to like this fact I've brought up a lot 
like in these uh, in conversations or whatever. <clears throat> but it was Russia did this experiment, and it was basically if a, a, a population or a person, you know, is fed uh, propaganda for like three months, not really depending on the per- person's prior stance, then it can like be implanted into this person's brain. Like it, like all of a sudden they're accepting of an idea. Like they, like the news tells you, you coronavirus is going to kill you. Coronavirus is going to kill you. Coronavirus is going to kill you. You're going to get scared. And especially if you're not paying attention. But anyway, that's one way that AI can be a threat to our society uh, through uh, mind control. Now let's say Google and uh, you know Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat. That's all. That's all court. You know, uh, centralized things. People control your data and they sell it and they, you know, watch you and use your product and they use money to show you ads that people pay to uh, show you, which they only make money if you click them. That's the internet. That's a World Wide Web. Any website that you go on to, you're going to have ads uh, on in, uh, <clears throat> in on the website, in the banners, in the ad banners. There are also, I, at the moment, it, it's uh, the name, exact names of these things are evading me right now. But there's basically, there's bidding, uh, that's a term, in marketing, in uh, digital marketing. So there's bidding, basically cookies, you know, you accept, yes, I like, here's my cookies, so here's all the sites that I've been to, here's my interests, here's everything that these other sites have picked up about me. You click yes on cookies, and all of a sudden there's a pool of ads that, uh, uh, not advertisers, but companies. Well, companies pay advertisers to put them onto them bidding, these bidding lists. And then, uh, based upon the user's data, uh, there are basically bids. Like, okay, to the, and they show the ad for the highest bidder. For the highest bidding ad. There's also... Uh, like these databases for site specific. So uh, it it doesn't always have to be uh, across different websites. And then you would have more like specified uh, ads for you specific or for not more specified ads. You'd have a smaller group of ads that that website shows that is paid to show. Like you might go to mini clip and it only shows ads for like uh, that penguin game and uh, you know Empire and Roblox like that that may be the only ads that mini clip runs. <clears throat> Who remembers mini clip? By the way, is that that's that's one that's a cool site in my memory. Um cool childhood memory so is roblox and empire (laughs) 
I never played uh, penguin, that penguin game. Uh, anyway, so there's all these websites tracking you. By the way, they know your location, like uh, geo tracking. Uh, is, that, is that what it's called? Geo fencing. Sorry. Like you go into a certain geolocation and all of a sudden they just start sending ads to your devices because you're in that location. It's kind of crazy stuff, you know. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. The I had a little short interest in digital marketing and uh, this is some of the knowledge that I got from that. Uh, anyway, so... That's the, all that, you know, where you're tracked and you're, you know, sold things like that's the ocean. That's a world wide web. And uh, so that's when we get into the de decentralized things like uh, crypto. So <clears throat> what's amazing about crypto is it it's you can't really trace. Well, I guess you can. Uh, you can trace like a, a, an address uh, throughout transactions. Like people have been caught for um, like uh, black market transactions uh, through the Bitcoin network because they're able to um, uh, attach an address to an individual. Uh, you're not, you only know who, whose it is, if whose address it is, if, uh, you somehow find somebody tells you, or I, I, I don't know, the address isn't tied to the person. Uh, just if you're somehow able to connect the two, that's how you would know. Then, but then everybody's able to see your address and its transactions. So, decentralized, like, uh, recently there's been a ton of popular sites or sorry, uh, searches like DuckDuckGo. Uh, the Brave Browser. Uh, Brave Browser, I think, actually uses Google stuff, but it blocks, like, trackers and stuff. Duck, 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 go. That is... Uh, what is that? It's, like... It, I think it's its own legitimate uh, browser. And then uh, Tor. Tor, dude. You could buy a fucking kilo of Coke off of Tor. Like... I believe Tor uh, works off of private uh, nodes. Uh, I'm not super familiar of how it works, but I'm pretty sure um, like there are just individuals who host Tor servers, and that's how it's able to stay private. It's it's I I think Tor may be the most private you can possibly get uh, with browsers. And this is the same thing with uh, uh, the light, well, Bitcoin and Lightning Network. Um, so I know both how I know Bitcoin, I know the Lightning Network, and I know Ethereum pretty well, uh, pretty okay. Um, Bitcoin and Lightning Network more than Ethereum uh, by now. I, it used to be the other way around. But I've garnered an interest into um, more of an interest in Bitcoin and Lightning Network at the moment. Um, so 
it, there's so I was going through the amendments the other day and I was like there has to be a right to privacy. I think that if society is going to go any further than where it is now, I was like, how does this AI stuff tracking you down, pulling you to social media and these, uh, you know, uh, places where you're constantly watching, you're constant, you are constantly being measured. How do you get away from this? And it was when all those browsers started to get popular, DuckDuckGo, uh, Brave Browser, and uh, Tor. Uh, people, there's kind of a big thing going on and those started to get more popular. Um, they're the inventor of the internet. His name is uh, Tim Berners-Lee. He uh, made, he's come out with a product called Solid that allows internet to be decentralized and is basically uh, you hold your own server uh, it stores all your data for you so it's not on an iCloud or Google Cloud or whatever OneDrive it's on your disk and you control that data and that data is protected honestly right now in the information age we the people need to be able to control our own privacies be able to have our own data and uh you know be unwatched at some point i mean if we go out into the mall you know we go out into the ocean of the world wide web and uh, then that's that's us you know uh but we shouldn't be spied on we shouldn't be we should have, uh, because the thing is, if our money, if our money is going to go digital, if we are like half existing, like me, my phone time might be on average, I believe five and a half hours. Uh, that's not that's an educated guess. So I've like watched my hours from time to time. Uh, I mean, five and a half hours on the internet, I'm, there's a short part of my day that I'm definitely on my phone. Um, so if we're going to, if more of our lives are going to transition to this new uh, plateau, this new realm, the digital realm, then we're going to have to have protections. I think that... <clears throat> sooner rather than later, we're going to have to uh, have a new amendment. Uh, as as Americans, I mean, we need a right. We need a right to privacy. Without you know the uh, what the NRA watching us, the NSA, whatever. I mean, we don't each need an FBI agent watching us constantly. Um, the thing is, it's a new, it's a new technology. It's a new, the internet's new. And if you haven't already gathered that, uh, but so there's not much regulation on it. There's not much, uh, to be protected on there. Uh, obviously it has, I think the, whoops, 
I think it has the appearance of being uh, controlled in a way that it is, but the way that they're able, just able to throw our information around willy-nilly, we sign a user agreement that we can't even read, and then all of a sudden TikTok can see like super fucking private data on the device that TikTok signed in on. And then they're allowed to sign in with your account on different devices and see the uh, and see that super personal information on those devices that they assigned in to your account on without your consent. You know, like that's for TikTok. I think TikTok's like the worst, but that's something that TikTok does. And I don't know what any of these other apps do. I but it's scary, you know. Um, like, listen, there's millions of Americans. They, they're, there's, it's not possible they can blackmail all of us, you know. But the thing is, like, if they wanted to, they could pull up my fucking. They, they could pull up my porn history. Like, they know, they know exactly what I'm into, and they could be like, if you don't do this, then I'm gonna tell everybody that you're like, I'm gonna tell everybody your porn tastes. I'm going to tell them how much you love uh, Step Bro and Step Sis. You know? Fucking how much you love Step Moms. And then, and then, yeah. Honestly, with my search history, you won't even be able to believe it. You know? I'd be like, fucking hell, nobody's going to believe you. So, honestly, I, I think I'd be fine in that regard. Uh, but. but it's, but the thing, the fact that they have that option is just, I, I, I don't believe it to be right, you know. Uh, it's just another way that they're going to be able to get their foot in the door, and sooner or later they're going to expand on that. I mean, honestly, I think that the internet's a place that we can no longer gain back, but we can take our, we can take decentralization and we can t- make that. Uh, how we are able to own our shit. So, with crypto, I've I've also you know like I've actually I think I've wrote a tiny a, like a little blockchain. I made a little blockchain once. It was pretty cool. Uh, it was Python, yeah. And so. Basically, how what blockchain technology is, the last transaction verifies the next. So it's literally a chain. Like there's a it's called a hash, and uh, all the information in one, like the time of the transaction, the amount of the transaction, the address that it came from. All these like make a a uh, a hash for the block, and then. And also the last block. So then, of course, there's a first block. And then the next transaction says the last block was 0XCRD, whatever. And then so on and so on. Um, <clears throat> that's basically blockchain technology in a nutshell. Um, so crypto is a digital currency that uh, is verified 
by uh, uh, a decentralized network of nodes. Uh, so there's in Bitcoin, there's two nodes. One is proof of work, which proof uh, proof of stake is becoming more popular with other big with, with other cryptos, but Bitcoin's big mama, so. Proof of stake is, uh, or sorry, work uh, is <clears throat> basically people have these mining nodes and they mine Bitcoin with it. And how they mine Bitcoin is using a large amount of electricity to solve a hard puzzle. So the the puzzle's so hard that it takes large amounts of energy, and then once it solves the puzzle, it gets a small amount of the, or a cut of the amount of Bitcoin that is mined that block. Uh, and blocks are basically, so, like I was saying, blockchain earlier, uh, transactions. So within a block, there might be, instead of verifying every single transaction, it verifies like every 10 uh uh, transactions or something like that so and then the mining nodes for the bitcoin network that's how uh those guys verify uh bitcoin transactions but then once you go to the lightning network it's uh, not as uh there's not as much uh fi financial financial uh investment uh required it's more like you have a wi-fi router and then a lightning node which is usually a raspberry pi and then you uh, uh basically your node connects to other nodes and then it verify and it has a copy of the bitcoin network like the mining node and then it basically just sends it back and forth and be like hey does my bitcoin network match yours and then yada 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 and actually lining those guys make money but i think you have to have like at least five bitcoin and like uh on that node for it to actually be successful uh so i i don't know i've thought i've thought about it before but the advantage to having a node is your fees go down and um uh, you just get to have your own node. You know what I mean? You get to help build a Bitcoin Lightning Network. I think Lightning Network is uh, the future of crypto. Uh, I'm actually on an app called... So two apps have kind of caught my eye with uh, crypto or like uh, uh, the Lightning Network. One is uh, Sphinx. That uh, is... A basically it's basically Discord, but for the light on the Lightning Network. Uh, so you can stream podcasts from there uh, as long as you have a dedicated server. Well, actually, I don't think you need one, but you need one to have like a chat, and people can pay to get in your chat. Uh, you can like if you send a message and people like it, then they can tip your uh message with typically like a hundred sats which is uh i think one sat is like a hundred one billionth of a bitcoin uh 
usually typically the base is like 100 sats and that's like what like two like 0.24 cents so uh no way not not 2.4 cents i believe yeah 2.4 cents per 100 so it's literally nothing but i don't know let's say you're an influencer and you get you know a thousand uh little hundred sat tips uh what is that like 20 bucks something like that 24 bucks uh i I think that's what it is but so and, and and it's completely anonymous you know like nobody can get your data it's I think it's it's like an it's like a wallet basically, and then you have your own address and yada yada yada. But I mean, nobody's stealing your data from there. Uh, and then uh, the other one is stake work, which is interesting. Uh, I actually got a, a ten bucks an hour or per podcast edited per hour of podcast time, like the timeline, you know, uh, basically I got 10 bucks per podcast hour and it was off of, it was related to stake work. Stake work is basically, so what happened was out in Argentina and some countries in South America, they were hiring people 20 bucks an hour to do some, I think it was like nutrition labels or something, like they were paying 20 bucks an hour to uh, do this super repetitive work. And even though it's 20 bucks an hour in fucking South America, people would quit because it sucks so bad. So stake work, I think the founders of stake work are just thinking. They're like, hmm, how do we solve this problem? Well, they decided to go with the Lightning Network, Bitcoin, and basically have people work on their phone and they do a ton of like what would be super boring uh repetitive tasks that they would quit if they were if they had to do that all the time even if it was for 20 bucks an hour uh so basically they make micro trans so you do one little task and then you get a micro transaction so I don't know, they want to, like, uh, they outline this, like, picture or something, you know. Uh, and then, uh, so they do it, they outline the picture, and they get, like, two bucks, you know. So, I mean, you could make pretty okay money going for it. I was like, I want to do that. I want to stay at home. But then, obviously, I think it's only for people in third world countries uh and i don't don't even think it pays all that great for the amount of work you do i I don't know well i think well 10 bucks an hour you know that's basically probably a little less than that honestly probably eight bucks an hour but yeah so another thing was interesting is they used they made it sound all fancy called the centaur model and Remember when I said that uh, one AI program could be more efficient than a hundred um, employees in the cubicles? Well, uh, what can be even more? Uh, 
what, what can be even more uh, efficient is a human working alongside an AI. Like, for example, uh, a uh, a chess like so AI can beat a chess master in chess at, at chess. But the thing is, if that chess master uh, has a a few uh, like chess AI programs running, then that and the chess master like move the pieces, then the chess master would win with his uh, AI open. So it's not completely. Uh, so it is. So it's not completely one sided. It's not as if. AI is going to take all the jobs, you know, take away multiple jobs. But the thing is, with AI and people working together, you can be more efficient. Uh, not saying that that kind of work is exactly uh, fulfilling, but it gives somebody in third world countries to do pretty good money. They get paid immediately. Um, you know, almost zero fees, you know, uh, but yeah, so that's kind of crypto, and I think that's pretty much the future. That's the way for us to be stay privatized, because honestly, if we don't, I think that we're going to, the information, if we don't, then I think the information age is going to be like, like new slavery age, you know, honestly. I mean, once they got AI figured out, once they figure out how to keep us all tracked at once and put fucking chips in our brains... Uh, who's stopping them from taking over, uh, you know, the world being, okay, guess what? You're not free anymore. Like the second amendment that is outdated, but not in the way that you think they're like, oh, the only mint muskets. No, I mean, we need more than guns. Uh, we need to be able to defend ourselves uh, technologically, like we are going to have to be able, to, we're going to have to take some uh, responsibility for our own information. Like the thing is, the more tiny tasks that the government takes on, means that they're going to take more control over us. Like, um. If we don't, if we just want to open up our phone and open Angry Birds and play Angry Birds, uh, check our email on our phone, uh, if we just want to uh, surf the web with no worries, that's perfectly fine, you know, but you have to be able to, you have to have the choice of protecting your information and honestly even though i use brave browser uh primarily and then you know DuckDuckGo and tor for certain things uh mostly because tor has a uh, has a hosting service um but <clears throat> you have to have a guarantee that we're able to protect our information because frankly, at this point, I I don't even trust these things. I'm just like, 
how do I know they're not looking? I didn't know that they're looking before until I started looking for answers, you know? Uh, but I, I think that crypto is the answer to this uh, because I, we're not going to be given it. I also had the idea that uh, this is kind of this is kind of wild and kind of off topic, but start thinking like if the government's going to make a like the like USA crypto, the government's going to have their own cryptocurrency to try and you know move on from fiat and gain some control. Uh, why don't they have like so? I was like, so what could we do instead of tax reform for for tax reform? Because honestly, I don't think that we should be taxed, period. You know, I'm like, fuck sales tax. Fuck, you know, inheritance tax. Like if I'm inheriting money, like you shouldn't be able to touch it. Like Mega Millions jackpot. They won like one point two billion dollars and the IRS taxed them like they took seven hundred million from them. Like. I get it. Half a million dollars is free money. And you know what? That's still a lot. But you're going to take 700 million. The IRS for real. That's and I get it's gambling, but that's just insane. That's just crazy. Uh, So, yeah, I don't think we should be taxed at all. No property tax. HOA shouldn't exist. I don't know what they fucking do. Besides, like, I, I, the way I think the HOA is just a ton of old ladies sitting around a table knitting, honestly. That's all I, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's neighborhood to watch, but with, like, more power, you know, like, and just unnecessarily, honestly. I mean, anyway, <laughs> anyway, so tax reform, I was thinking, I was like, why not at the beginning of each year, probably around tax season, we vote on what we want to spend our taxes on that for that year but then i was like that's just another tool for them to segregate us uh even more so with their social media ai um so and plus like it's unavoidable that you'll have one bill that caters towards the democrats and another bill that caters towards republicans and we all got to choose the same bill federally uh, and then they're just going to be like, oh, they did this and that. And it's just it's just another thing for people to fight over. So I was like, what should what what implementation could we do for taxes? Like another different system. I'm not saying that I'm a super. I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, tax savvy dude. You know, I'm not in a, I'm not a lawyer, not a financial lawyer, but. uh I was thinking, I was like, what if we just abolish taxes, right? I mean, we have a base amount of tax, like, let's say, and we still have tax brackets, obviously, like, you're not going to tax everybody universally, you know, Uh, obviously, uh, if you're below a certain uh, income, then you don't pay tax. If you're at, you know, 40k to... 50k or whatever you know we still have our classes we still have our tax brackets but it's a very small tax and then we get to invest in different branches as we wish like their stocks right like uh 
executive branch, you guys are up today. Judicial branch, y'all are down, way down. Uh, legislative, y'all are okay. Y'all are y'all are teeter tottering. And then the military, we can invest in the military. You can be like, fuck yeah, America. I mean, I mean, uh, the way they would bring incentives, I mean, it's the U.S. government. People can invest in our military. The military is going to get money. And I mean, if we're in wartime, obviously, that's a state of emergency. And they can, you know, ask for more money, you know, uh, or take more money. I guess because it's a state of war, but obviously then it's going to like they gain control back or whatever, but you know, it's a necessary evil. We need to be, we as the people need to give up a little bit of control during wartime, but also you have to understand that's a strategy and that's kind of an excuse for people. And if, unless I say that, unless we're in fucking world war three, you can go fuck yourself. But that's, I, I also think that's part of the problem. I mean, we have totally moved away from military Honestly, like we haven't even, like, I don't know a single person who's raw dogging anymore, you know, like Yeehawing and America, like those people have seemed to thin out a bit, uh, especially among the, gen- the younger generation. It may just be me, but as far as I can tell, there seems to be a lot less of that. Could be because my Instagram feed is not showing that, but it's neither here nor there. Uh, <clears throat> so, really, what I think, I don't, I, I think it'd be cool to not get taxed. Like the thing is, like if I were to, if I required, let's say I was required to invest, like. X amount each month into the government, like a government branch of my choice, like, or maybe even like, okay, I I have to put $10 into executive, $10 into legislative, $10 into uh, judicial, $10 into the military. Uh, Like, I'd be like, okay, all right, I'll invest it. And then because there's also a chance of that compounding, but also, like, obviously, volatility. You don't want to subject your branches of the government to the whims and the feelings of the people. But also, I think that you should. You know, like, if you're not doing a good job in, like, so, like, like, uh, like in um, Sphinx, you know, like, oh, you guys are doing a good job. So the stock goes up. Oh, you guys just did something fucking insane. Uh, yeah, I'm taking your money. So, <laughs> bad government. I think that this could honestly fix a lot of problems idealistically. Like, I, uh, like this might actually be the future. Like, if we, because that's a whole different type of government. Honestly, like, I could be the next Thomas Edison, dude. But yeah, seriously, I think that uh, now that we're at this point in history, I think that we are going to begin to become more independent, uh, become more individuals, because frankly, we've completely moved around that. I mean, 
our leaders have always been dictators. They've always been kings. They've always been queens. Uh, It's always been a patriarchy. Now listen. One day there can be a matriarchy. You know, but I don't think now's the time. I think that... uh, God. Why? Why did I do that? Anyway, I think that a matriarchy can exist, but I think that's more in a civilized world, in a more civilized world. I think that's that's a hundred years off, honestly, because I don't think that right now there's enough room for two genders to for 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 a matriarchy in today's in today like i think that we're going to have to see a less divided world order than what we have today i think that because a matriarchy will not be able to uh hold respect uh throughout the globe i mean Saudis, like, they just allowed their women to drive. I, they, that would face major backlash in the global community, and I don't think that a brand new matriarchy would be able to survive, frankly. Um, it doesn't matter who their allies are. Uh, and... Honestly, I like I before once we see a matriarchy, that's going to be after uh, there's going to be it's going to be after a big war or two, uh, and I don't know who's going to find it, but that's what we're going to have to see before we have a matriarchy. And frankly, if you look at history, there's only been patriarchies. So, but anyway, that's kind of, that's also reflecting my point with, um, with there only being dictators and this and that. So I'm just saying that there will be another evolution to where there will be a matriarchy that exists as there will also be a lot more freedom than before because... I don't see why we would have the United States be born uh, and women and uh, more rights than the individual as citizens have ever had uh, before. Uh, So I don't see why more of the world is going to move towards that. Obviously, the United States can be swallowed up back up by, you know, dictatorships and totalitarianism. Uh, so, it, I mean, the world could definitely turn into a 1984 George Orwell-style uh, global government with, you know... But I, I'd i rather stay optimistic about that and say that crypto is going to come... And decentralization really is going to come in and save the day. I say that... Crypto would save the day because it would disallow and decentralization, the concept of decentralization. I think this would save the day because if 
the power is allowed to be, you know, they pick it up and they run with it, which they're already doing now. There's basically no restrictions uh, on Google, on Facebook. Like, they basically do what they want until they fuck up really bad and they go to court for a little bit and then nothing ever happens. Uh, and that's not, and honestly, that's not to say that they're not on the same side, you know, the court and Facebook and Google, like who are their biggest lobbyists? I wonder, you know, like there's no way that these giants with billions of dollars aren't the ones lobbying and being like, and scooting money underneath the table. Like, I don't have any details for you, but I mean, I, I feel like this is common sense and, <clears throat> we have to our you know our C's that are uh, which we're being pirated on our data is being pirated we have to you know send in the fleet we, <laughs> we need to have some organized um, there needs to be understanding of this issue and we need to take back our data our privacy our rights we need to be able to put walls up you know and uh put a barrier between us and the greater powers of the world because if not uh, listen i there was a concept that i like to explore a little while ago and that was is war better with or without death and before you answer this question, I want you to sit back and think about the differences between Mark Zuckerberg and Genghis Khan. What's the difference? One dude is a nerdy lizard and the other dude is a fierce maniac who took over like half of the globe on horseback and with bow and arrows. Now, what's the real difference here? I mean, we don't have any warlords unless it's you know, some uh, pretty primitive Middle Eastern Islamic warlord. You know, like, seriously. Um, so, where are all of the conquerors and the, the uh, Alexander the Greats of today? You have powerful leaders who are, uh, who wage war. I mean, you have Vladimir Putin, you have uh, China, you've got uh, Kim Jong-un. I mean, they're pretty violent, you know. You've got uh, Middle Easterns, they're pretty violent. People fight in Africa, right? But... There's no real conquest of land. There's no real, oh shit, Russia is mowing through the European countries right now. Uh, United States has to step in. Uh, there, There's really none of that. But what there is, is there's a Mark Zuckerberg. There is a uh, Steve Jobs. There is a Bill Gates. I mean, listen. When... You have companies like Google, Facebook, uh, I, 
let, let's go with Google and Facebook. They seem to be competing for your attention. They seem to be competing to be the number one be-all social media stop. I mean, look, Facebook has Marketplace. It has, like, shops. It has, like, has all the old people in it, you know, all the family members, basically. <laughs> um, like... This is where you go, like, you can get information off of here, there's videos on Facebook, Google, I mean, they have, they, I would say that Google's the biggest, because they definitely have the biggest advantage being the search, the biggest search tool, I mean, the Google crawler, like, even if you're using a different browser like uh, Mozilla or uh, Microsoft Edge or, I believe it still uses the Google database, you know, so what I really think was what's happening is they are conquesting the Internet They're Now, of course, people you can you can say that about any industry. I mean, if you look at oil, I mean, it's not like they're sitting on their asses and they've already got their oil rigs and they're just pumping oil like ain't nobody else's business. You know, they're just chilling there, pumping oil, whatever. No, they're. I mean, they're fight. They're still competing for resources. Uh, fighters, you know, it might. It's pro it's not like a empire or an organization, but you got a fighter trying to beat everybody's ass. Who's trying to like get the UFC belt? There's competition in all areas, but the thing is, the United States or sorry, uh, the internet is a. It, it's a realm that hasn't been conquered yet. There is no king on top yet. I mean, we're we have evolved so fast from Web One, which is basically you know write a document, uh, or like there is one dedicated website or something like you're like super some super simple like literally ads where like you can type up your shopping list on this computer. It it was super simple, but then. Web 2 came along, which is what we've all been experiencing for the past uh, decade or so. More than a decade, but th that's basically been the peak of Web 2. And then you got Web 3 coming on, which uh, which is introducing you know crypto, uh, AI, and uh, decentralization. At least that's how I'm viewing Web 3. Uh, it's a very... It's a very interesting, the, the evolution is moving along very fast, and I mean, we haven't seen the end of it. Now you've got tech, like Apple, uh, they're moving into VR, Meta changed their entire name, because that's obviously a shift, they're going for more than just Facebook. I mean, they're already trying to innovate and get a leg up on everybody else in the virtual reality space. I, there, there's no way that virtual reality, like, I saw some tech dude the other day who was like, the metaverse isn't real, it's a game lobby. Well, for now, yeah, the metaverse is game lobby. But sooner or later, metaverse is, it's going to be a part of our lives. I mean, Apple's coming out, who knew that Apple would come out with a $2,000 virtual headset, you know? Uh, it... Is going to start out as games, but it's going to. There's 
is going to evolve into something else bigger and I think sooner than we all think. Um, it's, it's something interesting to think about because war without death, when you don't have death, that uh, yin, you know, the bad shit, the, the dark side of the yin and yang, the yin, that chaos, I mean, it has to go somewhere. What I say is... When motherfuckers aren't getting their head blown off left and right and the fucking women are up in the factories, people get bored. Motherfuckers get bored. So what they're going to do is they're going to fucking twiddle their thumbs. And, you know, the women politicians, all they have to do, they got it easy. All they have to do is fucking throw some neck, you know, fucking sleep with a few dudes. And all of a sudden they're AOC or they're Kamala O'Harris. You know, so it, it, I, I say girls have it easy here whenever people start to twiddle their thumbs. But you know what? The dudes, I don't even want to imagine what the dudes got to do. And I'm not saying they're getting butt fucked by some uh, Harvey Weinstein. But what I am saying is uh, they're probably doing some fucked up shit. Like the dudes are probably the ones, you know, taking money from China and fucking giving them research or I don't know doing little favors here and there for them and and maybe they even suck a dick every now and then I don't know but all this you know uh, I'm not gonna spare you with or I will spare you sorry I will spare you with uh, like the coronavirus Everything like, oh, everybody put their masks on. Uh, we're going to quarantine you and all the kind of like the control games that went on, you know, fucking uh, put your mask off, put your mask on when you're waiting in line at B-dubs and then you can take it back off whenever you're at the table. But while well, you go to the bathroom and put it back on like for like it's 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 like hot potato. It's like it's like Simon says if I can put your mask on when I tell you to and everything will be okay. But anyway, I said I was going to spare you, so we're going to just cut off there. But I just mentioned that to say that, I mean, we're not as safe as, like, we like to think that we are. Like, uh, at a moment, like, the thing is, I'm, I don't want to assume, but, but I think that you would also think that politicians like power. Um, and or, well, not just politicians, but I think you know people in general. They get power, like especially people who aren't used to power. They have it and they completely abuse it. But uh, uh, but like yeah, our rights could be taken away at any moment. I mean, where did Roe versus Wade being overturned? Where did that come from? You know, like where did when all of a sudden out of the blue abortions banned? Now, listen, personally, not as a man, but as a person, abortions just make me uncomfortable. You know, like there's no way it's one way to another. Like for me personally, it's like killing a, another human being. You know, uh, it's just uncomfortable. A bitch is like, I got an abortion and I'm like, uh, OK, uh, we're not. Like, like, if a girl has an abortion, I'm probably not linking up with her. You know what I mean? Because she has had one. 
But not not because I'm like a political stance or moral reasons. It's just a little like shit, dude. You just you, like a dead fetus was pulled out was pulled out of you. You know what I mean? It, okay, it could have not formed, but she probably passed something. You know what I mean? I don't want to put my dick into something that a dead thing has come out of. You know, I don't want to try and breathe life into something that's already been killed. Honestly, it's, it's, frankly, it's emasculating and not, not emasculating, but if I stick my dick into that, then like, I, I just, I just feel like my life force is just like, is going to get sucked out of me, you know, I, I don't know, I, I do know, but like, I, I can't be, I, I just can't be around that, um, But the thing is, whether or not you agree with abortion or not, it was like, it was like that. Abortion gone. And personally, I'm like, I don't know, I don't think abortion's necessarily a right, but I do think that uh, you would think that a big decision like that, a hot topic, wouldn't just drop like that, you know? And then I didn't... I. I know everybody knows about the Roe versus Wade thing, but I don't think everybody knows that the Senate soon after that passed a bill that uh, banned semi-automatic rifles. And I'm sure it was just a big politics thing. And I haven't checked on the status of that, but I'm sure it got overturned in Congress. Hopefully. Um, be, but... Guns are a big right are a big thing in America, and then they go ahead and pass that. And everybody who I've talked to, everyone who I've talked to about it, hasn't even heard of that. Like this should be front cover news, and not fucking. I don't even know what front cover news is right now. I think it's all just, you know, uh, fucking that one guy Pete breaking up with Kim Kardashian. Honestly. Like, I think that's, like, I think that's, like, the majority of the news right now. <laughs> I don't, I honestly, I don't even pay attention. I need to, you know, especially if I'm going to be podcasting and doing solo stuff like this. I need to keep up with the news. I need to know current events. I need to, and I need to be more versed in the things that I'm, that I'm interested in. Because even, like, now, honestly, I feel not versed. Because I want to bring even more value, you know. I feel like because I like even I'm driving myself crazy just, um, you know, saying um like and then taking long pauses. To me, it feels like do I really have like value to say? I mean, if you're if you're two hours in and then I'm glad that you made it to this part. Uh, and honestly, the fact that you did that makes me very happy. And you wouldn't like you wouldn't even be able to know. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, seriously, I I think that that yin, you know, things if if war. So circling back, if war had no death, then like it kind of doesn't now then the wars are going to be fought over resources 
They're going to be fought over territory. They're going to be fought over uh, certain groups uh, and ideologies. Uh, like in the like an example of I'm sure this type of war has gone on forever, but in the Middle East, I mean, we got we got the Taliban taking over. Uh, well, is it that the Middle East? Afghanistan isn't isn't in that on that little square, but Afghanistan, America pulls out of F, like we're pulling strings here and also in the Middle East. But we're you in the United States pulling strings here. Russia's pulling strings over here. China's, you know, watching and pulling strings. And then all of a sudden we drop out, you know, like you can't tell me that Joe Biden isn't being paid off somehow whether he's being paid off through what his son Hunter Biden got from Ukraine or or really or any other way really i mean there's no way because he just pulls out like that and then china all of a sudden has access cuz they made a deal with the terrorists who left dead bodies all in the street because Joe Biden pulled out of there uh there's definitely a more elegant way to do that. Everybody, I'm sure everybody has this opinion. But maybe, you know what? That is interesting that I kind of think that everybody has certain opinions. Because I'm going to get into that in a little bit. Um, but anyway, pulled out. People dead in the streets. And now China has access to one of the largest gold deposits in the world. Like those mountains that Af the Afghans have. Like those are mineral rich. And now China has access to that. I, that's there's no way that China wasn't pulling fucking Joe Biden's puppet strings, because really, if you if you there's no way that a serious. The thing is, I think that there's a lot of sign going on here. Um, the, the the thing is, I think that we're not controlled by a republic and uh, the, the Republicans and Democrats. I think we're controlled by an oligarchy. There are no two parties. There's just the highest bidder. I mean, honestly. I mean, there's a ton of lobbying going on and a ton of bribing and a ton of illegal activity. Um, but then if you're going to... So, because I said that I assume that many people have the same opinions of me and I, because I assume that they're common sense. Um, back to the social media thing. Each and one of us, our feed on Instagram, as we're scrolling through, each and one of that th those things are catered to us. And we see those things every single day, and uh, I think that caught that, like, like uh, I was interacting with this dude the other day. We were just sitting down, fucking chit chatting and whatever, and then he started talking about. He started talking, and I recognized that shit immediately. Dude got red pilled, bro. Got red pilled so hard, and he was talking about. How bitches are this, bitches are that, and then fucking, you gotta do this, be productive, and yada, 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 and I'm like, damn, bro got red-pilled hard, you know, and that's, I mean, that's all over social media, honestly, I'm even, like, a little worried that some of the things that I'm saying, I'm just, like, repeating from something else, and I don't even know it, like, that in itself, I think, is, is, it, that has to be worrisome, you know what I mean? Because he may be, you know, some some dude who, um, 
came across came across as a winner. But like, if we have such hard beliefs this way, and then somebody else is a like somebody got red pilled hard, and then all of a sudden you have feminists over here watching feminist shit. Do you think that those two groups are really going to go together well? You know, if you spend hours a day on your phone ingesting digesting this media don't you think that one person that these two people are severely not inclined to get along you know i mean that uh, otherwise other than like a social uh standpoint to me it's disconcerting that somebody directly quotes andrew tate not that I have a problem with, like, I like Andrew Tate, some of the things he says are a little, I'm like, okay, I, obviously I can't 100% agree with the guy, but I, I tend to favor Andrew Tate, like, when he pops up on my feed, I'm watching that shit, you know what I mean, but, and this has happened before, it isn't just this guy, and I'm sure I've done it before, that, I, like, you just directly quote something that you saw on social media, you are just super into fucking something on Twitter or something, and that's all you're seeing, and then you want to go talk to it, uh, about it to, to somebody else. I mean, this is how ideologies are pushed. This is how people get brainwashed, you know? And this is how uh, populations get spread farther and farther apart. I mean, this is how you split populations. And to me, I think that it's always, I think, isn't it? Yeah, but it is what it is. People are going to know or they're not. Uh, And I frankly don't care if, but yeah. And then, what what else are the wars fought over? Uh, people, you know, people people who believe certain things. I mean, well, to ideologies, you know, the human beings. Honestly, like so that thing I was talking about earlier, stake work that uses the Lightning Network to send microtransactions to people who do little minor jobs on the internet or from like third world countries. If if we end up doing that kind of shit, like stupid shit, and like completely uh, not, uh, like if I'm forced into that shit and I get paid in fucking microtransactions from fucking Bitcoin and Bitcoin is used to fucking control the fucking population. The motherfucker, I'm moving to Mongolia, working on one of their nomad farms, and I'm writing a book called, fucking called, Why iPads are the reason that your mama ain't ballin'. And why? Because you can all suck my fucking dick. Like, not you guys, but because suck my dick thrice. I'm fucking, I... It, fuck fuck you all the shit that goes is going on always it's i believe people totally uh, underestimate how much is doctored uh like joe rogan andrew tate like these dudes could totally be a part of the illuminati you don't even know i mean 
the thing is, if you look how like the Republicans and the Democrats kind of do stupid shit, like they're fucking clowns. Like, you really think that the like they're they're just clown you know they're literally just clowns like honestly i think that they're just putting a big fucking performance and they got some oligarchy above them telling them do this and do that i mean if you do take away this right from if you do this then you can react and do this shit and do like honestly i think that these two opposing sides quote unquote opposing sides are just slowly eating away and chipping away at uh the united states and honestly we'll all be slave people sooner or later there will be a time that we have to pick up guns in our lifetime and probably by the end of that we're gonna realize that we've been fucking duped and us the american people have no fucking friends honestly like i don't know It, it i do know I don't, like, if you look at Congress, if you look at the Senate, I mean, who's your friend? Because for me, when I look, I don't see any friends. I don't see anybody who I can trust. Maybe that's just me. But I fucking doubt it. Honestly. Look up, look up the, all the fucking chairs in the Senate, or whatever. Look at your president. Look at the judges in the judicial branch. Do you trust those people? Do you trust those people? Because, frankly, I don't. There's a lot of Frank in this fucking podcast today, but I guess that's just that. Um, Listen, the first, I don't remember where I heard this at, but the first psychologists ever were basically magicians, right? They'd be like, oh, look over here, oh, the coins in your fucking ear. You know what I mean? Whoop-dee-doo. You know, I can pull fucking 12 napkins out of my ass. But where where does where does it not make sense that with all the psychology that we know today, all the fucking Carl Jung, all of the Jordan Peterson, all of the fucking, you know, advanced science that we have, do you think that our media isn't doctored that the politics Everything that the politicians do isn't doctored. I mean, there's definitely the, there is definitely a means to like completely play the American people to completely play the world population. I mean, Eve, every country has its own propaganda. Everybody knows this. America, Russia, China—they're all got propaganda on the TV. They all got fucking cardboard shit propped up fucking i mean every it doesn't matter which country you're from you've got propaganda you've got pro this anti that because of some kind of agenda and most of the time some kind of fucking money is being made honestly and i don't know when this podcast turned into government propaganda and big tech fucking controlling our minds but Honestly, I think, uh, what, what am I even thinking? Honestly, I mean, uh, fucking hell. I'm just, am I just talking? Is it, is, is this what it is? Am I just talking out of my ass to fucking nothing? Probably talking to the fucking abyss right now. Uh, like, 
we got propaganda everywhere. <laughs> and to think that we're not being tricked right now for somebody else's gain, that's just kind of ludicrous, honestly, in my mind. I'm so fucking, like, I, I don't know if I'm pissed off, if I'm agitated or what, but I'm probably just mad that I can't get my point across like I want to. Um, uh, so I guess I've talked about freedom, you know what I mean? Uh, so let's try to circle around back around to freedom, you know, like, cause obviously it's trying to be taken away from us, you know, somehow, some way, uh, not by Republicans or Democrats, but fucking both, you know, cause there's an oligarchy where there, there's no two sides. There's only one and it's, it's oligarchy. Um, the world oligarchy, like we, there, there, there's no, I think that whenever large groups of people believe one thing, they're fucking wrong. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're wrong. There's no, as soon as I see that everybody like, this is just me. Okay. The, the moment that I see that everybody believes that fucking the moon is cheese, I'm like, Y'all are, y'all are fucking insane. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm like, oh, this group of people thinks that banning all guns is is right. I'm like, y'all are fucking wrong. This other group says that, uh, we need guns and we need to, I, I agree with them, frankly. Uh, but what, I don't know. I go against the, 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 the major opinions. Why? Because the things that are people are brainwashed to think there's always some kind of edge, you know, like I might believe that we need guns, but do we need them to protect our constitution? Yes. Do we need them for like personal protection? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to make, I'm trying to find some kind of weak point and how I enjoy, you know, how I, how I disagree with that. But honestly, cause it's so stupid, honestly, like we, we, we have a right to a device that shoots a fucking metal, a lead projectile, and to like kill things. Like it shoots, it goes, a little explosion happens and it shoots a little fucking bullet. You know, what is a bullet? It's a fucking lump of lead. Like how is this projectile shooting thing a right, and how does this further our rights? I know because I mean it's honestly the most available and uh, murder killing murder machine that we have. You know, I mean this is just how humans have have technology has evolved to. It's our most advanced weapon. That well, not really, but like we have more advanced weapons, I guess. But that's what we got. You know what I mean? Like it's so weird how it's a gun. That, or not even a gun, just something that shoots little itty bitty projectiles. You know, it's just kind of interesting. It's like a fucking bone arrow, honestly. Like, I have a right to a bone arrow, and I'm like, oh, I I have a right to something that shoots projectiles really fast. Like that's kind of, I mean, when you really think about it, that's kind of strange. But we do need them. That's I I think we need them, honestly, because there's no way that you should disarm the public. I mean, like, when was it not okay for, like, people to have, like, fucking swords in the Middle Ages? You know, I mean, like, people just knew that 
the fucking violence could go down at any second, and if you didn't have your fucking dagger on you, then you get fucking shanked for your bread, for your moldy bread. And that's just how it was, you know what I mean? Like, if you didn't have a fucking sharp piece of glass shoved up your ass at all times, then you're defenseless, you know what I mean? Like, if you don't have a fucking rock to throw at somebody, then you're probably gonna, then you'll probably die when somebody runs up on you, you know? Like, fucking keep your little shanks in your boots, you know? Sharpen that fucking piece of wood. Keep, keep your sling, keep your, keep your sling and your, in your rock, and so you can shoot, so you can fling projectiles into somebody's direction. Isn't that hilarious? I think that projectiles probably, because, like, personally, I started thinking a difference between me and this other dude, and for me, like, I'm not afraid of getting hurt, but I'm, but I'm cautious with my body, you know, frankly, I make money with my body, um, so my craft is my body, so I can't really injure it. But this other dude, he's like fucking jumping on top of shit, not even looking when he jumps. And I'm like fucking doing crazy shit, like just dangerous fucking shit. And then I'm like, I'm looking and I'm like low key. I'm just like, damn, I want to do that. But the thing is, I look before I jump, you know, I'm a little cautious to not injure myself. You know what I mean? Because I need this to function. I can't break my arm and think that the next three months are going to be fine because I can just sit behind a computer, you know? I, I mean, I guess I technically could, but that's not what I do, you know? I fucking wreck people's faces. So, so I'm thinking, like, dude, we just have, like, why wouldn't we just have clubs and fucking swords and, like, I don't know, fucking cattle prods to defend ourselves. Especially back in the day, like, they were like, like, somebody was like, we really need a slingshot. And they came up with a slingshot. Like, how do you, like, why was it necessary to invent that? Because we need to be able to kill shit without getting hurt. You know, like a bird. I was just thinking about this because I was like, I was out in the country and uh whatever there's like little animals everywhere and then hawks were flying around and i had a little kitten with me two kittens and i was like if i have this kitten and this hawk tries to come and gets it dude there's a big ass owl too like fucking like had to be like a four or five foot wingspan like thing was big five might be stretching it but it was big um and I was like, listen, if I had to fight a hawk, the dude's talons could like gouge my eyes out and it would be easy. You know what I mean? But the thing is, if I grab it and I like break its leg or if I injure its wing, I pull too many feathers out. It can't fly. It can't do what it needs to do to survive. So even though it could get the kitten and maybe come out of the fight with like, I don't know. The thing is, I would not want to fight a hawk. And but even because of this, a hawk doesn't want to fight me either, because even if I can't gouge out its eyes, if it get hurt, then it won't be able to hunt. You know, if it picks if the hawk wants to go and get a fox or if owl wants to get a fox, it probably could. But if that fox manages to bite it, 
then the owl's injured, and now it can't really do anything. And that's the same thing with people, too. Uh, like, if I'm fighting and I'm training, then I'm going to uh, hit soft. I'm not going to let people wrench on my arms and, like, twist my neck violently because I have to survive. You know what I mean? So... That's probably why the why projectile weapons uh, are like a thing, you know. And that's probably why we have guns. Which why wouldn't we want something cooler like a fucking mecha suit? Like who wouldn't want to be a fucking transform? But no, we had to ditch the knight armor and not evolve the knight armor and build a fucking gun. You know what I mean? Like. You know what? Life is a lot simpler with guns, if you really think about it. We need guns, because otherwise, wars would be fought, and people would have a lot worse, S- like, I almost said STDs, PTSD. <laughs> people would have a lot worse PTSD. I mean, think about it. Fucking swords go through people's fucking heads, and it wouldn't even be like, oh, I shoot, shot this guy from a distance, and I can't get over it. Not to shit on our, our vets or heroes, but... But, like, you'd be up close, and you'd be fucking driving a knife through somebody's eye socket. And I'm sure that that happens in modern times, but a lot more often, you know what I mean? Like, there wouldn't be so much guerrilla warfare. Like, we could still be charging at the enemy if we didn't have projectile weapons. And the evolution of projectile weapons, guns, I mean, is absolutely good. That's another thing. Climate change is fucking bullshit. I'll tell you why. So listen. This is a pro-Trump statement. And there are some things that you can, you know, give Trump a pat on the back for. And this is one of those things. Climate change went down when Trump was president. And it went back up when Joe Biden became president. Why? Because Trump took off a lot of the uh, limitations that... Barack Obama put onto uh, the industry, like industries, like emissions and, you know, whatnot. Uh, but then Trump takes it off and all of a sudden everybody's more efficient and the uh, the carbon dioxide going into the air suddenly goes down. Suddenly our climate is better for the worse. But that's because we're efficient. I mean, we're letting technology continue i say that we should like fucking stop with these limitation this limitation shit and fucking just let technology do its work and sooner or later we'll end up at nuclear and then all of a sudden we'll our planet will be for the better i mean give it a hundred years if in a hundred years we had nuclear power coming out uh, for the united states and you know what fuck china like you are like like seriously fuck china i mean did you see the winter olympics they're in a fucking power plant for god's sake you know what i mean like fucking skiing and it's like 70 degrees out and a fucking big ass combustion thing like that looks like it looks like it's a nuclear plant and and this is okay this is not it's not okay you know what i mean like are you poisoning our athletes? Like, you can't even, like... Anyway. The emissions that are coming out of these other countries are so much worse. And you know what? They're fucking so much better than us. So why the fuck are we worried about this shit? I'll tell you why. Because 
in the war without death, a country's job is to put fucking ankle bracelets on other countries, not ankle bra- ankle weights on other countries, and fucking put helium in their own lungs. You know, make their fucking strides light, lighter and longer. Like that—that—that's what the war is. You know, what, what do you think coronavirus was? Fuck yeah, that was Chinese. Fuck yeah. And you know what? They did it to make us lag behind, make the rest of the world lag behind. What the fuck happened in China? While we were all quarantined, all the uh, productivity was going down and shit. Guess what? They were still in their fucking factories killing themselves. I'll tell you that much shit. I'm fucking throwing hella shit right now. Fuck you, China. Suck my dick. And... So, this is this is all the happening. They're fucking throwing ankle weights on us. They're like, oh, here, hold this. This is a fucking, here's the responsibility that we fucking put on you. You know what I mean? This is what we fucking grew in the lab. Like, seriously, I'm, I'm fucking sick. Like, like, nobody can fucking see this. They're like, oh, look, this child, she, they're being so cautious and shit. How, much, how long did China's quarantine last? I personally couldn't tell you anything like super accurate, but I know for a fact that it was shorter than the United States of America's, and that that in itself put it put them ahead. Uh, like even the quarantine, like if you kind of th- th- draw parallels between the quarantine and TikTok in China, TikTok is full of uh, productive videos, like learning shit uh athletic feats for its kids and then the kids only get a certain amount of time that they can be on their phone social media electronics american kids we get a ton of fucking dancing shit a ton of fucking beta fucking dancing shit and we have no uh time limit so our brains fucking rot like the kids brains fucking rot and then and then if you look at china Okay, maybe China's quarantine wasn't so fun. Maybe, maybe it was so bad. But but the thing is, they control the information that comes in and out. I mean, they vet fucking everything. They're so precise with absolutely everything. I mean, and it's and it's so different. You know, like we like we don't know Russia's uh what Russia's uh what they're saying about the United States. We don't know anything about their propaganda going on like there's very little that we really know about the inside of these countries honestly unless you live there i'm gonna have somebody on the podcast uh who actually lived in china his wife's chinese and i honestly really look forward to that but but the thing is like the american quarantine i know fucking sucked like we're like dude me dude i was down bad motherfucker you know i was like I was like, I was in the fucking basement, just like sipping shit, scrolling around online, and doing nothing. You know, I like for me, like the quarantine hit, like the beginning of it hit, and then all of a sudden I'm fucking rolling downhill. I can't fucking stop. And then in China, but so America's population was honestly weakened. Our workforce was down. Everything was fucking down. Everything sucked. And then. And then all of a sudden, China China comes along, and it's like, like I know their their numbers would not drop, you know. Like China's doing perfectly fine, but the thing is, the rest of the world isn't. So, 
So you tell me what the coronavirus really was. I really think the coronavirus pandemic was China putting ankle weights on everybody else while they get to go ahead. And I think that's that that's definitely a game that these countries are playing. You know, I that was a huge move by China. Like, what does China do when they have the biggest, most advanced navy in the world? They have one of the, if not the uh, biggest standing, probably the biggest standing army in the world, too. And then... So they've got the biggest muscles, they got the biggest triceps, they got the fucking biggest quads. They're the big dude in the gym, you know. And then Russia has proven themselves to be fucking pussy and with with the Ukraine situation. So what do they do if China's, you know, got got the biggest brawn? I mean, they continue to get ahead, right? I mean, they they go and they spread their ideologies. They make sure that they get the least opposition possible when they finally do invade Taiwan. I mean, they probably have the largest supply of nukes. Like th- this is this is my opinion, you know. But I think they they yeah, they got the most nukes. You know, they're not doing bad. Uh, so. When, when that shit happens, hits the fan, I, I don't know, but yeah, nukes, uh, nukes are probably actually preventing, uh, an all out war in Ukraine right now. Like if nukes wouldn't happen, then Russia's probably going harder in Ukraine and then the United States will probably be over there as well. If not for nukes. So we can think that enough, but thing is, I think when the rubber band snaps, when everything snaps, you know, it is going to snap hard and it's going to hurt. So I don't know what's going to happen, but honestly, I just want to find a cave. I'm going to find a cave and meditate until the war is over or I'm going to become a Navy SEAL. There's no in between. And I will fucking kill everybody and I will fuck the Chinese president's bitch. I'm going to just leave her alone in the hallway and she won't know what fucking happened. And the only proof of what had happened is the permanent limp that I have given her and her husband, the president of China, the dictator of China, will not know where she got this limp until one day she tells him that Gabriel James gave it to her. And she can't stop thinking about me. So she's going to leave him. And then the world's going to be fucking worse. Because the dude's already working hard. He's just going to work harder. And he's going to be heartbroken. And then I'm going to be dead. His wife's going to be dead. Well, I won't be dead. Because I would have given her a fake name. And everything will be fine for me. Honestly. I fucked the dictator's wife. And... I ain't got nothing else to do. So, yeah, maybe I'll go to uh, maybe under those situations. I will go to Mongolia, uh, become a nomadic herder and write a book called It's Mostly Cloudy and Not My Neighborhood. So, dude, I am fired up with this 
double shot shit. Oh my god. I have a zit on my forehead and it hurts. I've been getting more a little more acne recently. <sighs> and I've my fucking uh, Jeep stinks and what else is going on with me? Yeah, I uh, gotta shave now every other day. It sucks. I remember when I was young and I was excited to shave. Nope, not anymore. Fucking can't. Now the only thing that has me shaven is it keeps me pretty. You know, like I, I, it's not something that I can really shape. You know, well, I could technically, but it's just, I'd rather have a fuller beard before I trimmed it all nice and shit, you know? So I think I should get some beard grower. That would be cool, honestly. Or I could wait like two more. I think in two years I'll have a nice full beard, honestly. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> freedom as an individual is extremely important to me, though. Uh, as an individual, I think that I, I don't think that you have to be so much of a thinker, but I think that you shouldn't just. Um, regurgitate what other people say um honestly i pride i want to be an a uh a um an original thinker you know uh, i i can't it, i feel disgusting whenever i follow somebody else's ideologies or with the obviously what the masses think like i said before but i i think that there are three things that every person, like I'm not going to say just men, you know, women as well. I think that there are three thing areas in people's lives. First of all, I think that everybody has to find a craft in which they have to live their self through or live through, you know, or a frame to live through. For me, that's fighting, that's jujitsu, that's martial arts, that's uh, wrestling, that's it's me. It's my co combat sports, you know, my combated sports. That's what I kind of live through. And then you have to, I, I think that you need to be able to think and like, so, so some kind of art, uh, whether that's be poems, you draw or you, you know, you think, you know, journal, write, uh, the other one should be some kind of craftsman thing. Uh, so if you make uh, candles, like, uh, I don't know, weed edibles, make some edibles. That'd be cool. Um, if you made like bookshelves or like desks or, you know, something to be able to create something with your hands. Make some kind of art. Have something. So, for, yeah, first of all, have something run through your fingers. Put your mind, put an interpretation of your brain onto a canvas, onto paper, on a screen, because now digital art's a thing. You can type up, you can write a book on a keyboard, you know. Be able to do that. And then. 
and then be able to make something with your hands, something on the side that you can perfect, you know, like even if like for me right now, I got a condo, um, you know, fix things, make your, make the area around you nice. You know, I got some PCP, not, not, not fucking drugs, <laughs> PVC, PVC pipes. And I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but it's going to be kind of cool. Um, I kind of stole it from my last job. <laughs> um, and then do something active. Oh, and with like the craftsmanship or the um, artisticness, you can make a garden. You know what I mean? That'll be good skill for the end of the world. And the third skill, um, work on yourself. Like if you want to, for me, new thing I'm starting to do is I run six miles a day and I, or I bike or I bike 12 miles a day. One of the two, uh, right now it's, uh, three times a week I bike four times a week. I run, um, that's just, this is how it works for me. Um, so be able to do something like so many martial arts and fighters say that you should step into the octagon once in your life. Obviously that was something that was, uh, big for them. And I understand where they're coming from, but you need to be able to apply yourself and beat somebody no matter what it is. Like if you need to beat somebody in a robotics contest, then do it. You know, you don't always have to beat the shit out of somebody, even though that is one of the few like spiritual things that are truly um, almost primal, you know, beating the shit out of somebody in a cage. Like that's gladiator shit, you know, like why not step in there once at least if you don't want to, then go box step in that once. And if you don't even want to do that, go do some jujitsu step in there once. I mean, that's, I'm not going to say easy, but you won't get hurt unless the other dude's an asshole and they're, but yeah, I mean, those three things, one art, one craft, and one physical feat, one, uh, I would say fighting martial art, martial art, craft, or uh, art. So, but I think the martial art, it could be, you know, you're a marathon runner or you climb shit. I don't know. But yeah, that's, uh, so a big book that was, uh, or a book that was monumental to me. Like, honestly, it, it, it's in my top. It's for other than like, because fantasy. So sci-fi, um, because as a kid, I would read Aragon and in high school, I read uh, um, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Like those two books are, you know, in for my life those are some of the best ones but other than that if you the book of five rings by miyamoto musashi is the fucking best book ever you know what i mean like if somebody were going to be like hey gabe how do i what what's a book that you recommend me for mindset for life in general 
Book of Five Rings, Miyamoto, Miyamoto Musashi. I wouldn't even fucking think. I wouldn't even think, honestly. I Book of Five Rings, Miyamoto Musashi. That shit, uh, for me, I read that during the coronavirus quarantine. That was astronomic, astronomical for me, honestly. I, I couldn't recommend a greater read honestly second place uh man and his symbols by carl young that's his last uh book and it was written specifically for the public so those two books for me as of right now are two books that hold the greatest uh value uh, right now because you asked, uh, right now I'm reading uh, On Killing and this dope and and this and I plan on reading this dopamine book. Uh, dopamine is actually an interesting thing. Uh, that's another thing with you know social media and online things. You know, like being addicted to the internet. Whenever you control the dopamine centers in your brain, you control a fucking lot. You know, there's this, um, happens with, what, what was with dopamine? Mice, I think. There was this experiment with mice and they would like give them dopamine and shit. And then actually fucking hell, I, I'm missing, I'm, my memory's missing part of that mouse experiment, but basically the mouse, mice turned gay and shit. But there's this other one, um, uh, let me think. Um, yeah, there's this lady who had problems with like something and scientists gave her this button, like attached it to her or whatever, and gave her this button. And whenever she wanted to feel happy or have an orgasm, because when she clicked the button, she had a orgasm. So she would click the button, have orgasm all day. Beg people to take away the button from her. And then when they went to go take it from her, she like fought them tooth and nail for it. And this was dopamine. You know, it was a button that released dopamine in her brain. And she went fucking crazy. Um, so there's, I mean, so there's just a small example. Dopamine from what I've been, uh, you know, from what I know, the little that I know, and I want to research more, it's it's a crazy drug. It's a crazy, crazy drug. Like even right now, like I recently, I started getting more and more addicted to my phone. Uh, usually, I'm pretty hands off, but like I said, you know, man, this shit, you know, I start looking, I start using a lot, and shit goes downhill. You know what I mean? I'm a I'm an addictive person. I'm a I am an addictive person, but I have, um, but I, I have an addictive personality. Um, so I have to stay away from my phone sometimes. Like I, like I can't have my phone in the bedroom, period. I have to charge it in, in my kitchen and, and I just have an alarm clock. Like seriously, I like that having my bed, my phone in my bedroom as of right now, it just fucks me up so bad, but if these guys 
you know, on the on the World Wide Web can control, can figure out how to completely dope you out, then they're going to have a less productive and less uh, driven population. You know, I mean, not only that, but suicides have gone up because of social media. All kinds of things have gone negative. Uh, I, I feel like, man, I don't know. I part of me wants to be like profound, but I know that I'm not. You know, I'm gonna have to do a lot more me shit to be able to blow anybody's mind. I think. Uh, yeah, there's a I. Shit goes crazy. Shit is wild. It's. It's fun kind of to go against the norms and come up with fucking, we're all going to die. Bitcoin's going to kill us all. But, I mean, everything's going to be okay. On like I, I it, It's a solid belief of mine that the universe can't be any more perfect. I mean, honestly, like there may be unfairness there may be killing there may be you know horrible things that go on in the world but i we tend to think of good and bad as different of what it actually is you know i'm not saying that there is not good or bad but Bad isn't bad, and good isn't always necessarily good. It It's all just a balance of... I have friends, and I have um, people I know of who are super worried about, you know, wildfires, people, genocide, people dying here and there, and, like, how can you not be worried about these areas of the world? And I'm just like, listen... Chaos is a fire that'll burn through, and then once it dies out, order will, or yang will grow from the ashes. You know, I'm not worried about this. You know, I can't control this. That's bad. Good will come of it, and that's that, you know. And even if it's not true, I think that that's a little more healthier uh, mindset. It, because can we really figure out the truth, you know, because you can't really hang on. The difference between us and animals is our stimuli isn't right in front of our noses. You know, we, we can we can pick and choose what we pay attention to. And if we and if we pay attention to the thing that's right in front of us, if we freak out about climate change, if we freak out about wildfires in california if we think out if we freak out about everything that they tell us to freak out about then i think we're missing something seriously i mean we have to look at long picture how does the universe actually work i mean as people as yeah as people we have a obligation to understand ourselves and if we are to understand ourselves and understand that everything we feel isn't necessarily the root cause and it is not the general reason or 
everything that we feel is not the root cause and is either superficial or branches off from something that we don't even know about, some unconscious process or something that we repress from a long time ago, we'll never, even if you started today and you wanted to clear out your entire con- your consciousness as, an, as a whole, just start digging shit out of your unconsciousness, you'll never get none, you know, but you have to understand that the mannerisms that you have and the things that you do are affected by things that you don't know exist and you probably wouldn't actually align to what the 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 um the you you wouldn't be able to align the symptom to the to the to the problem at hand on a moment's notice i mean you don't know yourself as well as you think you do and uh, recently, I there's this guy I was talking to the other day. He's super cool. I've been talking to him a few times a week. I have like a you know a little thirty minute conversation here and there. Um, I hope to have him on the podcast someday. But uh, with the dopamine, I was kind of thinking about it, and then he started talking to me about it. And it was it was pretty cool. Uh, he started talking about how dopamine. Or these things that we think are going on, like a lot of our behaviors are determined on dopamine. It's all, uh, it's all the chemicals going on in our brain. You know, if you look at habits, like for me, I, what do I do? I wake up and I lay there and I'm like, I don't want to get up. It's warm. Why don't I get up? It's not because I'm intrinsically lazy. It's not because, um, there's something I don't want to do. In fact, I have things to do and things that I want to do. But why don't I do it? Because it makes me that makes me uncomfortable. If I get up, then all of a sudden the warmness of my bed is no longer there. You know, I'm not I no longer feel the embrace of my warm comforter and the ambient temperature of the room, you know. I no longer am surrounded by silence and that and then I have to jump in the shower and then I have to brush my teeth and bru- and God knows that brushing your teeth is boring but I gotta do it twice a day so and I gotta floss and this and that yada 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 so yeah it's interesting it is interesting how these chemicals in your brain can control you so much more than you think. And thing is, people don't always understand that social media is a tool. It's You shouldn't use this as entertainment. You have plenty of stimulus going out in the real world. You could be making money, work on yourself, work on a skill. Fucking hell, you could do something that you that you truly enjoy. For me, I was like, well, uh, I don't want to be on my phone, but I'm going to fucking play chess on my phone, you know, and but I could be walking around enjoying the weather. I could be in the gym training like I want to, or I could be reading a book, but instead I'm addicted to this fucking phone and it's difficult to get off of it. And now it's harder to focus on other things. And like I said earlier, discipline is the key to this because with discipline, you're able to break away from chains and walk away from the things that are drawing you towards it. 
uh, that first commandment, or well, like some, I don't know, the Lord your God is the one who created you, or whatever, and then you shall not you shall not worship other gods besides me. And the other one is uh, you shall not make idols, for your God is a jealous God. Some something along those lines. The thing, and remember when I said about us being made up of the same matter, the universe. Uh, I mean, if we go to our phone, which is completely unproductive other than communication and for scaling of your individual self across, you know, millions of people, uh, to be known by millions of people. Cause I mean, today attention is really just, I mean, that's our, that's what our society is based around nowadays, I guess just you know, TikTok. So, if there's no, I'm not saying that you can't fuck around, but when you go on to take other idols other than you, other than your purpose, other than what you're made out of, like what... Are you what what are your dreams made out of when you daydream what are those made out of when when you are jealous when you wish make a wish on a shooting star what is that wish what are those dreams it's not playing on your phone motherfucker that thing drives you away from your purpose which you have to do and Honestly, happiness can either be short-term or it can be a long-term goal that you chase. And you shouldn't chase happiness, but you should choose what makes you happy. Like, for example, I want to fight, but I recently pulled out of a fight because it's hard to explain other than I just didn't want to. The thing is, this isn't how, in my brain, this isn't how the story plays out. So you know what? I'm going to play the story in my head, or in real life, exactly as it goes off in my head. And I can't tell you everything, because frankly, I can't. I'm not in the business of telling everybody my plans. But seriously, I mean... That story in your head of you doing that awesome thing, of you sprinting up that long hill, I mean, get to the like get to the top and fucking scream, you know, and victory, you know. I like chase that dream as hard as you can. And if something comes up along the way, then chase that instead. You know? I mean, climb one mountain. To reach the reach the bottom of the ocean to climb the mountain, and that's totally, uh, that's totally inverse and non intuitive. But hopefully, you get what I mean. Get to the bottom of your ocean in order to climb the tallest mountains, and get to the top of the mountain and just fucking smile. I hope that whenever you achieve your dreams, you fucking are at the top of that mountain and you have the most eat shit smile 
that your face could possibly procure and you flip off the fucking world. Why? Because when the world turns its back on you, you fucking turn the back on the world and you say, fuck you, motherfucker. I'm the Mac, son. Like, that's how that's how I imagine it. That like fucking Nate Diaz style. I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. You know what I mean? You feel me? You feel me, dog? Right here. Top G. Uh, primal. Yeah, I was indoctrinated by Andrew Tate and fucking Liver King for sure. I mean, I only eat a quarter pound of raw liver a day. It's whatever. I just slurp it. Maybe eat it with an omelet. Whatever, cop. Whatever, dog. But yeah, I'm... Uh, I, I honestly at the moment I don't know what else I could say other than thank you so much for listening and I hope to see you next episode or last episode explore my extensive library of six seven episodes <laughs>